Get the right loan the first time with Bendigo Mortgage Brokers. We do all the shopping around for you and our home loan service is free. Contact Glenn McMahon at Bendigo Mortgage Brokers in View Street, Bendigo. That's Glenn McMahon at Bendigo Mortgage Brokers in View Street, Bendigo. The Standard Hotel in Fitzroy. Hard to find, easy to love. Go to thestandardhotel.com.au for details. Welcome to the Country Footy Show on PD Footy, episode 17. 2017, so the season's getting on. Uh, my name is Paul Daffy. Uh, I normally at this stage give a big spiel on the uh, business partners, but I've got them recorded now, so I can just say briefly, thanks very much to Glenn McMahon from Bendigo Mortgage Brokers, Murray Bird from Interchanger, and to the Standard Hotel, Paul O'Brien, the publican there, for uh, helping to make this project possible. Uh, my guest today is Danny Forrest. Now, Danny is the treasurer of the Donald Footy Club, I met Danny a couple of weeks ago on my uh, tour through the Mallee where I was talking about my book, The History of the VCFL. Danny told me many, great storyteller, told me many stories and many ventures. I mean, he's a busy man at the Donald and they've, they're uh, quite an innovative bunch there, as you'll hear after the break. I remember um, speaking to, who else did I meet at Donald? I met Murray Gilmore. Now, Murray plays a part in the book. He was a centre-half back for Donald who played in the uh, North Central team, which won the country championships in 1974, the most romantic story in country footy, uh, at least at that interleague level, very small comp. They beat the Hamden League down in Warrnambool, famous day. And the uh, Geelong recruiters were so impressed that they recruited Murray down to uh, Cadenia Park the next year. So he played seven games for Geelong uh, in 1975, and then 1976, Rod Olsen came along, and he wasn't so enamoured with Murray. So that was the end of Murray's career. But he had a great time when he was at Geelong. It was great to speak about his days at Donald, and he's still uh, prominent around the club. Also met, who else did I meet there? Peter Faulkner, secretary for 14 years. Great to meet Peter. And uh, Glenn Westmoreland, uh, who I met that night. I was asked, has anyone ever played more interleague games than, than Glenn that I knew? Now, Glenn's played in 30, not has played, he's long retired now, but played in 30 North Central League games, which must be a record. Um, I mean, that's say you only play three at the most, that's 10 years, and North Central did not make the grand final at all. So I don't know how many games, how many, how many years that must, well, that was over. But Glenn played a lot of games for the North Central League, played 300 games for Donald, and was a great player. So it was great to meet Glenn as well. If anyone knows someone who's played more than 30 interleague games, I'd love to know. Send me an email, pauldaffy27 gmail.com. If you're interested in the book, The History of the VCFL, send me an email as well. Right, I'll give some context before our chat uh, to Danny Forrest. Just to, I'll give the North Central League ladder at this stage of the year, just to let you know what teams play in the North Central League and their relative strength at this late stage of the season. So after round 15, the North Central League ladder, Witchy Proof, Narraport on top, 50 points. Sea Lake Nandali Tigers, 40 points. That's actually one of the stories of country footy. Sea Lake played in Mallee football for many years. They've gone down to what's considered a major league and uh, handling themselves very well. Birchett Watcham in third place on 36 points and Bort fourth with 34 points. Outside the four, Donald on 32, Wedderburn 16, Charlton on 12, Sananad on four in last place. Sananad's the biggest town in that comp. So it's interesting that they're uh, not taking advantage of their, of their um, edge in population. 
Donald 32 points, just two points outside Bort. So outside the four, they play Bort this weekend in a match that will determine Donald's final aspirations. But I'll be back speaking to Danny Forrest from the uh, Donald Footy Club after the break. Interchanger, the revolutionary app that's been built specifically for Australian football. For $100 per club, you can take all the guesswork out of managing your players' time on the ground. The Hawthorne and Bulldogs footy departments have used Interchanger in the past four grand finals. Contact Murray Bird via interchanger.com.au. That's Murray Bird via interchanger.com.au. The Standard Hotel in Fitzroy. Hard to find, easy to love. Go to thestandardhotel.com.au for details. And welcome back to the Country Footy Show. I'm PD Footy with thanks to Glenn McMahon from Bendigo Mortgage Brokers, Murray Bird from interchanger.com.au and Paul O'Brien from the Standard Hotel. My guest today on the Country Footy Show is the Donald Treasurer, Danny Forrest. Welcome, Danny. G'day, Paul. How you going, mate? Good, mate. Now, uh, Danny, I possibly should have done this earlier, but on my... Magical Mallee tour of the uh, of a couple of weeks ago, when I spoke in Owen and Donald, and then we had a lunch in Bendigo. Uh, you were my host in Donald, and a fantastic time I had. Uh, but you you brought up a great point, uh, not a great point, but a, an interesting story, and in that Donald has always been um, at the forefront of fundraising in my my mind after going and seeing the uh, the Footy Club farm, so the Donald Footy Club bought a farm many years ago. I think I went and saw it with Ian Cannons and we took photos in 2002. But now Donald Footy Club's gone on to another uh, adventurous uh, fundraising venture. Can you tell us about the new one? Yeah, the the new one's come about, Paul, because two years ago we finished paying off the the second part of the farm and uh, then we've been hit by two... uh, harsh years of drought and uh, it got us thinking that we need to do something else because it was a uh, pretty tough time so we need to drought proof the footy club to make sure that uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's not as hard as what it was uh, two years ago to survive so uh, we've, we've put our heads together and the, the local caravan park's been in disrepair for a number of years uh, mm-hmm. so the owned by the Shire, it's Crown Land, so we thought, well, maybe we'll put in a bit of an application to uh, take over the lease, because we think with a bit of a uh, clean-up, it's got a a little lake there that no-one's, it's a bit of a hidden um, jewel in the Crown in Donald's, there's actually a little lake in town, Uh, and we just think if with a bit of volunteer labour and uh, a bit of hard work, um, we can turn it into a caravan park that'll benefit the footy club, but also be a benefit for the community as well. So. Okay, so it sounds like the what, what, what's your local shire in Donald? We're the Bullock Shire. You're the Bullock Shire. It sounds like the Bullock Shire wasn't looking for a new leasee, but you just saw an opportunity and approached the shire. Is that right? Like, who's the entrepreneur among you who, who saw this gap in the market? I, a couple. They actually, because it had been mismanaged, um, they had to. Uh, fix the the uh, how it was being operated up. So they actually put it out there, they, but yeah. uh, not too many people were willing to take it on. So uh, 
we uh, put it in, just a couple of fellas. We would uh, put our heads together and thought, Matt, there's an opportunity there. Ran some rough figures. Um, we've noticed that uh, one of the biggest markets is the baby boomers hitting the road with the caravans. Very and true. also up our way, the, the silo trails are just becoming uh, it's becoming a big tourism opportunity. And uh, Donald is sort of centrally located to uh, with a sort of halfway spot to everywhere. Um, so we're just encouraging people to stop stop in Donald and uh, for a day or two, uh, come and uh, hopefully one day we'll have our own silo painted, um, grab some Cooker's Cookies and, um, yeah, go off on your travels. Well, mate, you're a fantastic salesman. All right, Cooker's Cookies, what are they? Cooker's Cookies are the, the locally made... Uh, biscuit factory that we've got in town mm-hmm. um, that have been going for, for a number of years. Uh, you find them in motels and supermarkets and all over the over the place. So country owned and operated. So, uh, yeah, good business for our town. Um, yeah, look, we, we, we like to, as you said, we like to pride ourselves on probably thinking outside the square and keeping our town a 1,500 um, pretty strong. So the caravan park's actually the third stage of a bigger project that we've got happening in the area, the Donald Community Precinct. So we're rebuilding, so we're halfway to rebuilding our sports stadium. So we actually uh, need to raise another $1.2 million with grants and, and fundraising, and that with the caravan park and with the other developments that we've already done around the lake, um, it'll be a yeah, magnificent uh, facility um, for our town. Gee, I'm going to start calling you Alan Aylett. Um, <laughs> in, uh, when he came to power in the about 1971, it was, at North Melbourne, introduced all these new income streams and it revol- revolutionised revolutionised footy. I mean, they, they started a travel company, insurance company, and North got the financial jump on everyone, which is how they came to be so successful in the 70s. But I suppose, I mean, you've just decided... Just to uh, seek new new income streams. Who, who else are the uh, entrepreneurs among you on the Donald Footy Club committee? Who else is behind these so schemes with you? Yeah, so we're actually we're pretty lucky. So we've got um, so Shane Peel's the, the the president. He's gone back in as, as president this year. Um, so he's a, a farmer um, from from halfway to Birchip. Uh, so he's backed us to the hilt. So we've got Anthony Hogan who's the sort of chairman of our little caravan park committee, if you like. I met Anthony Anthony that night, didn't I, at the the footy club? Yes, yep, 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 yep. So he runs the uh, old person's retirement, Goodwin Village in town, so he's got a sound financial uh, head on his shoulders. Mm -hmm. And then we've got uh, quite other few ex-presidents and different people that uh, we're actually, we're pretty lucky because we've we've restructured the footy committee and we've got uh, 21 active members um on the committee now so we're we're um got a lot of workers so it makes the job a lot easier that good. people are willing to get it and get a, done you've got a good lot of workers haven't you i mean i met when i was there i think kevin jumbo anderson was the uh president and he's now at cooker's cookies so and uh, you gave me a few packets the other week, and my kids devoured them. It's very nice. Yeah. So you got a lot of workers, but uh, I mean, Danny, you're the principal of Donald Primary School, so you might be handy, That's... but you might not be handy. Uh, you, you might be good with figures and leave the other blokes to do the sort of 
hard work or the, the physical work. Is that the case, or you get in and muck, muck no. in as well? Oh, I'll muck in as well. I'm good at demolition, but I wouldn't be too good at constructing. <laughs> okay, you're so, good at knocking uh, things down, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm more the landscaper than the builder. You won't see me helping them construct too many cabins. or uh, So that's the, probably the next stage is that we're uh, actually looking at putting some cabins back in the park. So all the uh, old slums, the old 1970s caravans have been um, taken away. Um, so we've got to rebuild all the um yeah rebuild all the infrastructure in the caravan park so the toilet block's been done over there's a new barbecue area the show had uh got a fair bit of um uh, a grant so they've uh, beautified a few things so mm. hopefully that looks like the show are going to be handy work in partnership with us to chase a few grants to help us out too well so you've you've taken it over it sounds this is not um, a future thing you've already taken oh, over. With the twenty-first, well, we're, we're just in the final official handover. Will be the twenty-first of August, so we're um, you're about to. We're uh, we're about to. So we're madly um, yeah running around chasing insurances and all the paperwork and okay. all those things. All new logo. We've got a new logo, so and all of that. So. So what, what do you mean? The past got a new logo, or the footy club? You got the footy club getting no, a logo the with park, the big. Yeah, the footy no, club's no, not going to get a logo yeah. with a big caravan or something on it, is it? Or? No, 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 no. Might put a sign up down at the footy oval, a bit of free advertising. What about some goalposts at the caravan park or something? Can they give some of the good young players give tips for the uh, for the travellers? Or will the, any, the footballers have anything to do with the park? They do voluntary work there? Yeah. Well, we will actually be having a whole footy club working bee in the next few weeks, so we're uh, expecting players, supporters, officials to come and uh, give it a really good uh, clean up at a working bee. So that's that's the plan. Um, but probably, uh, hopefully, the seniors win the next two weeks and they're playing finals. So we might let them uh, have the weekend off if they uh, do the right thing. <laughs> so it sounds like there's a lot to do. Like you haven't taken it over yet, but there's, I mean, you've got a lot to scrub and you're pulling things down and. Um, yeah, I mean, just you're sort of renovating is not the right word. You're you're really giving it a massive makeover. Yeah. There's a lot of work. We, to we it. are, and that's what you want because uh, unfortunately, uh, there's been a lot of illegal work and buildings just brought in, and uh, lots of things have been done without the right permits and and all of that. So we'll be under the watchful eye of the shire to make sure that we do yeah. things correctly, which which we're planning on. Um, and it's just, yeah, look, there's 10 acres of, of grounds there, that it's, um, and it's pretty, uh, it's like a blank canvas. We want to get it to a blank canvas. Mm. It's been raining, so the grass is green, and it looks quite good. It's nice with the, um, coming into spring will be the ideal time for us to take over too. So, yeah, um, yeah we're looking, really looking forward to it. So can I ask, is it hard to get one of these licences and how much do they cost? Not licences, uh, leases, and how much do they cost? Well, it has proved, we've been working on this for 18 months now with okay. the Shire. Yep. Um, so we because uh, obviously being a community group, um, we had to prove that we, um, yeah, we're organised and uh, willing to, to sign the contracts and, and uh, put it all in place. So we're lucky that the Bullock Shire has um, 
backed us, but we also had to, the Bullock Shire went into bat with us with the Department of um, Lands in Melbourne, so that's been a bit of a, uh, uh, an ongoing, um, yeah, back and forth with the, with contracts and making changes because uh, mm. I, I think originally that we were getting the um, the Caravan Park too cheap, so we're because we're actually signing a minimal lease for the first ten years, which is good. So it's uh, yeah, ten dollars a year for the for the next ten years. Oh right. Um, so you don't have to yeah, but, go on. Sorry, yep. But we 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 have we're responsible for we've we've also had to say that we will put in um, cabins in that time as well. So, so that's where our money. Yeah. So you that'll be your expense. You'll you'll be building cabins. Yep. You'll be you'll be putting yep. on a manager, I imagine. Um, yeah, we're we're going to manage it with we're, we've got a, a, a semi-retired committee man. Who's going to be the manager? Um, he'll clean toilets and and do all the taking, collecting the money and and all of that. Um, he's like a caretaker. He won't be a live-in caretaker. He'll just no. be in town at the moment. Okay. Can you can, can you reveal his name? Who 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 will be the first manager of the? Yeah, uh... the, the first manager's uh, name's Wayne Colvin. So yep. he's uh, yeah. He used to uh, background in. Um, uh, small business, and uh, he makes a good baked potato. He loves his <laughs> loves his food. There can be no high recommendation. So you don't have to buy the lease; yeah. you just have to pledge to pay ten dollars a year. It's sort of a peppercorn yeah. arrangement. Yeah, peppercorn. Yeah, it's a peppercorn arrangement at the moment. But in the contract, it's reviewed after ten years, and there's all milestones in the first five years as well that we have to. Um, like we've got to invest in the infrastructure in that time as well. So I mean, it's a good deal for um, everyone. It's a good deal for the footy club, it sounds to me. And and the Shire, I mean, the town gets a, a well-run caravan park. I assume it'll be... Yes. Well, I know yes. it'll be well-run. Um, how many people do you hope to... I mean, what, you'll, you'll have the capacity to have how many people stay one night, like, or, or how many sites oh, look, do you have? Or how do you measure these things, actually? I there is... Uh, I, I'm pretty sure there's about 60 powered sites. It's actually quite well set up for powered sites for their caravans. That sounds large, um, yeah. yeah. and there's two two, two ladies and two uh, men's toilet blocks and with the disabled facilities, a, a new laundry. They should try to put in a new laundry as well. So oh, it gets it's, better. Uh, it, yeah, so it is um, pretty well set up. And, it's, and once we get the, um, yeah, the infrastructure in, might have a couple of cabinets overlooking and uh, that's the plan down the track so we've actually been monitoring because we didn't want to go in too blind uh, unfortunately because the way it was run there was no record so it was just uh, the fellas on the committee would just go through a couple of times a week and just see what the um, patronage was was like so there's actually been in the heat of winter or the cool of winter I should say there's actually up to five to seven people a night staying there, stopping on, which um, surprised us. So right, so you, you, you cased it out. I mean, this, this this is called due diligence these days, Denny. You've uh, you've done your That's due exactly diligence. Right. Stalking the caravan park in the dead of winter. Um, yes. But, but you mentioned that, what, what I imagine, I'm not sure, but I, I imagine the thing which put it in your mind was this phenomenon of the silo portraits. Um, I mean, I... Mean, I I drove from Owen to Donald a few weeks ago and drove through LaSalle, and there's LaSalle's, LaSalle, and uh, 
yeah, big big portrait, farm and a farmer's wife on the silos. So I actually looked it up before. I mean, so the first portraits went up, were on the brim silos, so unused silos of brim in the new year in 2016. Now I gather there's you know, 30 metre portraits on silos in six towns. Is that right? So, yeah. Brim, hang on, I've got them here. Brim, Patchewalik, LaSalle, Rosebury, Sheep Hills, that's just out of Donald, and Rapunyip. Yes. So that's a 200, yep. 200 kilometre silo art trail, it's called. And it's just getting people like, yeah. I mean, I was driving through LaSalle and cars were stopping. People are going to that north central region of Victoria to have a look at these portraits on the, uh, and the Mallee, I suppose <laughs> it is, isn't it? And the Wimmera, to have a look at these portraits on silos. And I was at a meeting in Horsham two weeks ago when the Premier and the heap of pollies were in town and they pledged 500,000 uh, more to promote the uh, silo trail and invest in uh, doing some more. So uh, every little town in between uh, those is putting its hand up to hopefully uh, snag a uh, silo portrait in their town. God, there might be one of the uh, the treasure of the Donald Footy Club on a on a silo yeah. at some uh, stage. Oh, I don't know about that. Don't know about maybe that. The, maybe the big jumbo. Might. The big jumbo. Well, Kevin Anderson, he yeah. he, he deserves yeah. a portrait. He uh, brings a lot yeah. of energy yeah. to the town. Now we, we haven't spoke about one kick mark or handball uh, yet, Danny, and it's probably beholden of us to do so. Donald, you're at me table. I was going to say, I can tell you a game of footy I played because I wasn't that handy. I uh, got zero stats and I took myself off. <laughs> Derek Shaw for Collingwood in 1977 or 1979. What, what happened there? Yeah, I know. I struggling in the twos in, uh, and I, uh, I, I kept dislocating my shoulder and I was no good. So I, um, no, I came off and I said, no kicks, no handballs, no marks. I'm done. So you didn't want to... But that's all right halfway no. through. That's ha- that's all right halfway through the first quarter. Or... No, I tried the last quarter. Right, last quarter. That's not so good. Right, eh? so <laughs> you brought yourself off. Were you, were you playing for Donald, yeah. Danny, or who were you playing for? Yeah, I was playing for Donald. That was my my first first and last year at Donald. Back in, the, in back in about oh five, coaching the twos. When not long after I moved to town. They would have thought of taking the principalship at the school away from you after that performance, wouldn't they? Or or you weren't principal by that's then. Good. I was principal then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I let you yeah. keep the job? Yeah, I'm stuck with it now. <laughs> All right, now, 2017, uh, Donald last week defeated Sonata by 59 points. Seamus Young, great Donald name. I met Gary again, uh, Donald, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Seamus' uh, father, club legend. He's kicked five. Anthony Rosso, Brody Haddo, Brian Beckham amongst the best. Is it a top four? Well, I wasn't even sure. I thought it was a top five, but I think you might have a top four in the no, North no, Central. Top four. top four. Top four. Okay. Well, this is pertinent because as it stands, Donald are in fifth place and uh, you play the fourth placed Bort this weekend and you're only two points behind them. And is this your final? Exactly. Is this, this is round 16. Is this the, is this the final round, Danny? No, no. We've, got, we've both got, we've got two rounds to go. So this is round 15. Uh, and it's a winner-take-all contest. Uh, well, if Bort beat us, it's all over for Donald. But if we beat Bort, we'll obviously go two points in front and we both play sides um, the following week that are down the ladder. So 
Um, so really, uh, it's a, a all all out contest in Bort tomorrow. Right. So you're, you're you're treasurer. What is your day? What is what does match day involve for you at Bort tomorrow? Uh, match day tomorrow is uh, pretty limited, really. The away games I enjoy more because I get to watch a lot more of the footy and the, I can imagine and uh, yeah, the kids play their sports and uh, but. Uh, Home games are completely different. Home games start at eight o'clock in the morning mm. um, and finish at uh, dropping people off about midnight on the Saturday <laughs> home game. <laughs> God, you're a hard worker, and you've, it sounds like you've yeah. just got you've got all that admin during the week of with the caravan park of contracts and um, yeah, ah, oh, that's just what what we do though. Documents, and permits, and. Away you go. But anyway, look, good good luck with the caravan park. I'd be curious to see how it goes. I mean, it sounds like a great a great venture to me. And as you say, you are, this silo trial makes it all worth not all worthwhile, but it certainly adds something to the to the venture. You would think. Um, yep. Yeah. So just before we go, some listeners might not know exactly where Donald is. So how far out of Melbourne, Ballarat, and Bendigo are, are yep. you? Danny? So- so we're in the, uh, the the northwest, so we're three and a half hours um, out of Melbourne, so about two hours northwest of Ballarat, and about an hour and three quarters um, west of Bendigo. Hour, hour from Horsham, hour from Stool, hour and a half from Swan Hill. We're sort of uh, yeah, you are central, aren't you? in the middle of Victoria. Yeah, so it's a great place to uh, come and visit, and uh, a lot happening. So if you want a quiet weekend in the country. Um, with a nice lake, the lakes, yeah, lake, lakes, lakeside caravan park, and there's a few other lakes around for a bit of water skiing and fishing and and all the uh, country comforts. So come and have a visit one day. All right, I will, mate. I'll visit again. Uh, before we go, I just want to encourage listeners: if you've enjoyed the interview, just go to your iTunes feed and subscribe to PD Footy, and it'll just the interview drops in your inbox every week without you doing anything. It helps me. And it means you've got very easy access to the interviews each week. But thanks very much, Danny Forrest, treasurer of Donald Footy Club, for coming on PD Footy. Good luck on the footy side of things and on the uh, fundraising side of things. Thanks, Danny.